Good afternoon. Dozens of people held in indefinite immigration detention are now cleared to be released. It follows a High Court ruling that saw one asylum seeker released into the community despite having a criminal conviction. Chris Mart reports. Well, dozens of detainees were expected to be released from today in the wake of this week's High Court ruling declaring indefinite detention being unlawful. Now, the court ruled in favour of a Rohingya man who had served time for a child sexual offence here, then detained, but now has been released. There are 92 detainees currently held in the country that are this legal outcome affects and there are doubts over a further 340. The court decision has caused a political storm. The federal opposition saying the government has been caught on the hop with inadequate protection for the community with detainees going free. Will any of these people be released prior to the High Court handing down their decision or consistent with what you said yesterday, will they only be released after the High Court has handed down the reasons for its decision? Senator Patterson can choose to twist my words in whatever way he wants to make a political statement. The court has found individuals can't be detained indefinitely if there's no reasonable prospect of them being relocated overseas. Now, case managers, it's understand, have been working through individual cases here at detention centres like Villawood before anyone is allowed out. Optus has offered a free data top-up to customers affected by a network-wide outage on Wednesday. 10 million people were disconnected and they're now entitled to another 200 gigabytes on postpaid mobile plans. Prepaid customers will get unlimited data on weekends for the rest of the year, but companies aren't satisfied, saying they've lost business. We lost dollars. We didn't lose data. I have enough data already. That's all sorted out. So 200 gigabytes of data really doesn't contribute to anything that I don't have already. Our reporters following this story and we'll get more later in the bulletin. Former Home and Away star Johnny Ruffo has died after a long battle with brain cancer. He was 35. Jodie Lee reports. Well, the former X Factor contestant passed away peacefully in hospital surrounded by his partner and family today. The announcement was made on the star's Instagram page where his family released a statement. They remembered the 35-year-old as talented, charming and sometimes cheeky. Johnny Ruffo was a concreter from Perth who burst onto the music scene in the third season of X Factor. The following year, he won Dancing with the Stars before releasing a single joining the cast of Home and Away. But his career was put on pause when he was diagnosed with brain cancer not once but twice, in 2017 and again in 2020. He battled both the physical and emotional impacts of the disease for six years, releasing a memoir last year to help others in their own struggles. But ultimately, his body could no longer fight. The 35-year-old passed away in hospital here in Sydney today. He leaves behind a loving family and his long-term partner Tani who was by his side throughout his health fight. It's not yet known how the beloved star will be officially farewelled. Two people have survived a light plane crash on Queensland's Sunshine Coast. The plane was on its way to Samoa after leaving Maroochydore Airport when it ditched. 
two people were spotted alive in rafts in the water near the crash site. They've been taken to hospital by a rescue helicopter. A Royal Flying Doctors service plane was nearby at the time of the crash and they watched the stricken aircraft plunge into the water and kept monitoring it until help arrived. The Prime Minister has offered residents of a low-lying Pacific island a chance to work, study and live in Australia with their island under threat from rising sea levels. Tuvalu's 11,000 citizens could become climate change refugees under the deal. Josh Martin reports. Good afternoon. Well, climate change has dominated talks at the Pacific Islands Forum in the Cook Islands, but now the Prime Minister has made a significant announcement. He took a stroll along the beach with Tuvalu's Prime Minister before prayers and the signing of a deal to offer residents the chance to live, work and study in Australia, initially capped at 280 people per year. The low-lying collection of nine reef islands has a population of 11,200 people and is considered one of the most at-risk countries to rising sea levels and flooding. This partnership stands as a beacon of hope. Quite clearly, uh, this is a groundbreaking agreement. The Falapili Union Treaty also includes a commitment from Australia to provide assistance to Tuvalu in the event of a natural disaster, health pandemic or military aggression. It's a significant deal considering China's ambitions in the Pacific region. Dedication of Australia to supporting the people of Tuvalu goes beyond words. Australia acknowledged that we are part of the Pacific family, that with that comes responsibility. Meetings have wrapped up and the Prime Minister is now flying back to Canberra where he will attend Remembrance Day services tomorrow.